following a rich tradition of Kindergarten Cop, The Pacifier, and Tooth Fairy. Welcome to episode 45 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, My Spy. This movie looks like it. What it, this movie looks like a greeting card of a movie. It looks like the whole thing could be done on the front and then inside a greeting card. Yeah, I mean, there's some action scenes, but otherwise, yes. But you could draw a picture of an action scene. True. On a greeting card, I mean. <sighs> Batista doesn't. Batista isn't giving me much face, like it, like on the poster and stuff. Like it, his face is not. Jeremy, do me a favor and watch the do me a favor and watch the trailer right now. It uh-huh. is shocking how banal everything about this movie seems to be. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, well, but, but you enjoy I mean, many things that are banal. That's right? very true. You watch Hawaii Five O. <laughs> yeah, I think there's only two more left. Pretty upset. We talk about fucking Hawaii Five O <laughs> so regularly. <laughs> I literally, I swear to God, this is true. I have never heard anyone else in my life mention that show. <laughs> no one I know watched never. it, except my upstairs neighbor was blasting the theme song. Not just the theme song, like, I'm sure they were watching the episode. And, like, if we didn't hate each other so much, like, we could have really bonded over this. Maybe he has the OST. It's a she, and she's a terrible, nightmarish beast. We've never met. Oh, 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 Batista, this is not... <laughs> His acting has a narrow range. Oh, my God. He's been good in his in his small roles that he's been in. For sure. I found him extremely delightful in Guardians 1. Guardians 2, yep. so-so. Guardians 1, very strong. Absolutely, very strong. Um, he's in... Uh, He's in the op- like the opening scene of um, the Blade Runner sequel, and he I found him very moving. Yeah, yes. he was good in the Blade Runner film. Yeah. He had a he had maybe like three minutes of screen time. Yeah, and he and he, and he really but he delivered. was yeah he was he delivered because it was in his wheelhouse of being like a stoic wooden uh, behemoth. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> he know? showed a bit of but he showed a bit with of like a hint of something it. like a yeah. hint of sadness. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, he can do that. She's not even a mobster. She's the therapist of this show, and she, like the whole show could have been about her. Like she could be the protagonist. She's the protagonist of another show, you know. Yep. The therapist who has who sees mobsters and has her own a therapist of her own, and this and that. She has a rich life. We know she's got her son, and she's like a single mom, and she's dating. There's like this whole world to her, and she's just like I don't know the seventh or eighth most important character on the Sopranos. What a show. Yeah. So right now, Seven, right now I we're higher. on. I put her like five. Would you put her five? five. Yeah. So, well, Tony, Carm, Tony, Carm, Christopher, Moltisante. That's one, yeah. two, three. That's for sure. And then That's for sure. it's hard to like, as much as we like the individuals, like Polly, Silvio, all of them, pussy. Are they important singularly not, in the same way she singularly. is? Right. No, it's more would, the the Soprano family member, like Junior, obviously. Oh, right? Junior's more important. Junior's Junior, more. Junior's more important, and more. you could make some arguments about the kids. I don't know kids. if I agree. You don't agree? There's he's no more, chance. He, like, impacts he's for sure more, more but she is more character important. Oh, I don't agree, but I hear you. I don't it's agree. Close. I, think, I think Junior, it's close. Junior is the father figure to Tony, but he's a failed father figure. He's the one that like descends into mental illness and, and is kind of, and, and symbolizing what's what Tony's in store for with his own mental shit. I, he's got like a lot of. Yeah. But, she, but Melfi is the matters. only outlet to Tony that is apart from that. That's true. I got Melfi at five. 
Melfi's, yeah, it's me, about it's about right. Your How do we feel about Janice? <laughs> I love Ooh, Janice. So I much. love Janice. I love. Janice. I hate her, and <laughs> because I hate her so much, I love her. Like I she, love her. she, I hate her because she's so effective at doing her job. You know, the actress. I love but, her, and because I love her so much, I love her so much. What about uh, what about Adriana, Tom- who I hate? No, 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 no. You guys are forgetting someone. She's a major, major character. You guys are forgetting someone. Furio, I'll never no. forget. No. You don't forget Furio and his shirts and his hair. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't ever forget his shirts and also his I, hair. I have not, and I will Tony's not. Tony's mother is who you're forgetting. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I was going to say her. Yeah. I so short lived she- though. Guys, we're talking about my my spy. My Spy, uh, I didn't know that this was a movie. Um, well, it's because and, it hasn't come out yet. This is a real bonus set for our fans. It hasn't, and maybe it will never come out. Could but be. But you saw some sort of sneak preview, did you say? Yeah, I saw an early release screening at the Old House, and I think it was probably just like the week or two prior to whatever its original air date was going to be. They sometimes do that, um, but now it's like fully pushed. So I'm uh, one of the blessed few. In that particular screening, it was me and a family of three father and two kids so i doubt they'll be doing their own recap sorry at, at the soho house amazing. in los yeah. angeles california yeah. you a father and his two children yep yeah and an early screening 11 30 a.m yep. 11 30 a.m on a weekday mm, sunday morning <laughs> weekend sunday morning uh the dave bautista joint my spy mm-hmm. samantha herman hotly anticipating the my spy film <laughs> looking forward to this pre-screening at the house for many weeks, I assume. <laughs> um, big Bautista fan from his WWE days. Uh, major, major I, fan. What, and, and, of course, his co-star, some young woman <laughs> who is in it. And also Kristen Schaal, who is good. No, I but... hate her. But, like, this is the type of movie that... <laughs> you can hate her, but you can't say that she's bad. I'm not saying that... She... Well, I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm not a fan. But, like, this There's movie... There's nothing to figure out. She's good. Is... Sam, I'm with you. She doesn't make me laugh. No, she doesn't make me laugh. She makes me feel gross. Okay, that... that I don't... That's have on that you. Part, but she don't make me laugh. Well, here's the thing. Kristen Schaal is in this movie. Yeah. She's... Oh, yes. I and... would imagine the funniest person in this movie... Uh, like in terms of people, maybe not the funniest performance, but the funniest person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ken Jong's in this, though. I kind of feel the Who? same way about him, like that he Who? doesn't always make me laugh. Ken Jong. Oh, Ken, Ken Jong, good. Yeah. But he's, he makes me laugh. Uh, he has made me laugh, but I feel like his shtick has gotten really old. It has not aged well. I feel like he's annoyed me more than he's made me laugh. If I had to make an Excel spreadsheet. He, like, didn't he make the last time? When was the last time Ken Jong really made you laugh? Hangover? I'm, yeah, exactly. Three, whatever one was. Two? Uh, not not even three. Two? He made me laugh really hard and knocked up. So we're talking like yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sh- I saw Kristen Shaw movies ten years ago and I wasn't laughing then. <laughs> Zing! Can I can I also just circle back, Sam? Like, I don't know what episode of this podcast this is. 50-something, maybe? I think it's 45. Yeah. And 45? Sure. Fuck. 45. Sure. Fuck. Because <laughs> and... I haven't finished Intruder yet. Okay. Okay. And then we've got, you know, obviously some global circumstances that have led us to this point. But we started a spoiling podcast where you would go to the movies, see a movie that anybody else could see. And we would talk about it. And now you're going to insider sneak previews of movies that then never get released to the public at the fucking Soho house. Yeah, and, and you know, this is what yeah. we expect from our Hollywood insider. And I'm just so proud of us and how far we've come. I am too. Uh, I agree, but I also feel that it should be mentioned that you're, we're taking on, a, with this episode at least, a much larger responsibility. Because Indeed. maybe this movie will never come out, and so this is the only record. I know, but I, I also feel guilty about that. You plus the father and the two children. I only want people and... to be spoiled when they choose to be spoiled, not because they're prevented from enjoying the film in their own time. Well, they yeah. don't have to listen to this podcast. It's not like someone has now? a gun to their head. What else it's not like Dave Bautista has a gun to their head. <laughs> no, JJ let's... the spy. Let's do this, because you are right, Chris. There is more. Sam's got a heavier responsibility on our shoulders this time. We all do, but mainly Sam. Really, Sam. If you guys enjoy this episode, uh, I don't know his exact address, but uh, David Batista, write out a check 
and find out his home address and mail it to him. Throw him a few bucks because, um, you know, that's what he's going to need it. He's got to eat. I didn't know we were doing this episode, so I have a real handle on 95% of the film. The 5% that I'm missing is the mission quest. The mission quest. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That was the alternative title for this film, Mission Quest. So I can, I'm going to vaguely color in some details, and you're going to ask me to clarify, and I'm going to just have to put my foot down. Do you buy the concept of Dave Bautista as a spy in general? I do. So uh, his name in the film is JJ. I'm going to use that because, you know, it's short, short and sweet. Okay. Do you accept? I'm, I'm sure that I accept. I do. I, I may still refer to him as David from time to time. Or, that's fair. Yeah. Or Davey Bow Bow. Davey Bow Bow. That's fair. Yeah, that's going to slip out. But, you know, he's built a character. That character is JJ, and let's respect the man. So he, does he t- have a last name, or he's just JJ? Uh, he's Agent JJ. just JJ. So we, start, we meet him in the midst of a buy uh, with nefarious characters, and he's putting on a Russian accent, and very soon into this interaction, he's made fun of for having such a bad accent. Like, he's obviously not who he's presenting himself to be, and the mission goes bad. Was he posing as the buyer or the seller in this ruse? The buyer, I believe. And, he, and he's made fun of by the people who he's trying to make a deal with? Yeah, they're like, is that supposed to be Russian? Like, are you a narc, bro? And Amazing. the fight, <laughs> fight breaks out because he's caught out in this, like, instantly. And all this is being watched on video back at Langley at base. And the observers include Ken Jong, who's some sort of supervisor, mid-management, his direct supervisor position, and Kristen Shaw, who's in the tech tech side of things. And she's like, he's got this. I know he does. She's uh, like, has idolatry towards JJ. Mm-hmm. Sorry, did you say they're CIA? CIA, yep. Yeah, yeah. So he beats Spooks. and kills everyone in this engagement. Kills them dead. Kills a lot of them dead. Actually, I think he kills all of them dead. And he, like, uses... Kill I blows. forget what it was. Kill, all kill blows. And, Fists. like, a, a lot is... Uh, yeah, a lot is uh, from... Direct from his body to theirs. Oh, what a dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from Dave Bautista's body to yours. Sincerely, <laughs> Davey Baba. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses some lame catchphrase. I forget what it was, but, like, very typical action-y thing. But, like... like Oh, wait, I have one. I have one idea what he could say. If we don't know what he actually said, he could say, from my body to yours. <laughs> that's, that's good. Let's just, yeah, that's what he said. That's what happened. That's what he said. Yeah. Okay. But, um, did it seem like he had the mandate to murder all these people, probably for making fun of his accent? Great question. <laughs> um, back at CIA Langley HQ with Ken Jong, JJ's feeling pretty good about himself, thinking that he did a mission well. And Ken Jeong he says, everybody. yeah, he's like, you botched everything. You, the mission was to get information, maybe get the goods that you were there to buy, but like mostly to suss out kind of like the bigger players in whatever this is. This is where I have uh, the black spot of like, what they're trying to get. Um, I see. <laughs> major players major players i like it yeah so and so ken jong says we can't get any information from them because you killed them all which <laughs> we did not want you to do and also we only there were two weapons this is where this all kind of comes out there were two weapons or like two nuclear devices that were in play in this exchange and jj recovered one one's in the weeds so they're like, we only have half of what we wanted, and we have no way of getting information on the rest because, again, you killed them all. Now, is, is Ken Jong sort of tut-tutting him, or is he, like, ready to charge him with criminal charges for just murdering everyone? He's and, gently and chastising orders. him. He's like, look, JJ, I get it. Your ranger record is spotless, but this is CIA uh, now. This is about spycraft. It's not run and gun. It's not action missions. This is about nuance and subtlety, and you have to be able to read a person. This is, you know, this is a spy game. And then he kind of stares at him, and JJ says, "Am I supposed to be reading this now?" Uh, you know, uh, some levity. Um, all right. Am so to, okay, that's good. They they established some background. Like uh, he hasn't. This is not his usual kind of routine. He was a ranger. He was a yeah. He's a, he was a 
recently retired from the military life and has only been in the CIA, it seems, a short time. This is fun. Um, the nuclear devices, uh, do we see it? Do, is it a little suitcase with shit in it, or is it like actual missile? Forget about that. Okay. <laughs> like it, it, I'm going to go with she doesn't remember. <laughs> I, I, I didn't need specifics, just like... You know, the answer is in yes. General. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we. I think it was a suitcase. Like it's. We don't really see the weapon. And spoiler alert, we don't ever see it used. So it doesn't matter. These are not the droids you're looking for. What droids? What? What nuclear device? Exactly. What, what major players? <laughs> what Dave Balbal? I know something about the players. That'll come next. That's just part of the. You know. That's just how All it right. unfolds. I'm just breaking your balls. <laughs> My balls liked it. Oh! So all all that JJ loves is his fish, Blueberry, which I had a real problem with as a fish foe, but that's, like, he goes back to his apartment, which is, like, really nice and well-decorated for what you'd imagine, but also very stark and impersonal, and all he has is this beloved fish in its tank that he, like, retrieves from it. It's, like, it's blue. It's like It seems exotic. It's a beta fish. It's like a fighting fish, you know. Those kind of fishes that you have to keep alone because they fight other fishes. You know, the ones with the long swooshy tails and yes. the colors. That is correct. Yeah. I had one at university, if you'll recall. His name was Mr. Bojangles. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, I was Mr. afraid. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. I'm sure I wished him ill. Okay, so. Yeah, you did. You did, actually. I recall you <laughs> repeatedly wishing him ill. And now he's dead, so look what you've done. <laughs> I fished my wish. So, so sorry, he has his, he, he, we're at his apartment, which is in nearby in Langley, Virginia. Yeah. So then cut to Chicago, Illinois, my former city. We meet mother and daughter, Sophie and her, yeah. And uh, her mother, Kate, who is a nurse. And uh, she's a bit harried being a single mother. seems like maybe the singleness is new. We aren't sure yet. And, the kid, Sophie, is practicing introducing herself in the mirror. She's like, hey, guys, um, yeah, I just moved here from France, and, you know, I love French, like, really lame stuff about France, and she keeps trying it again and again. She's like, oh, I said too much about France. They're, they're never going to go for it. And then uh, on the school bus later that day, it doesn't take at all, and they take a picture of her, some of the kids on the bus, because she spills on herself. She says, actually, my mom doesn't like my picture being on the internet and like why who would even bother making fun of you that's cold interesting interesting and um this uh sophie is played by chloe coleman is she a a newcomer or was she famous on something else um i think she's the one of the kids on big little lies oh so that we've met them now back at langley there's a big conference room meeting with Ken Jong, Kristen Shaw, JJ, some of their other colleagues, and they have new information. They've been tracking whatever they were able to track from that first incident, and they've gleaned some more information, which is this bad guy who I think is originally from the U.S., but now is living abroad. His name is Marquez. He's the one who wants the weapon, and his backstory is he had a tech company with his brother, has a tech company that he formed with his brother, and what they believe happened is that the brother caught wind of Marquez wanting to do some nefarious stuff, and they broke ties, and now the brother mysteriously died. And that brother, the dead brother, is the deceased husband and father of Kate and Sophie. Uh-huh. No, all right. Marquez. <laughs> that was complicated. But basically, this guy started a tech company with his brother. His brother's now dead. We don't know how. Do we know how he brother died? I think the implication is it was brother on brother, but I, it's not really a big part of it. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And then the ex, uh, the widow and daughter are uh, Chloe and Kate. Yeah. So okay. the surviving uncle Marquez, he's the one who's going after this weapon. And then also there were like tech specs that he and the brother were formulating when they were still in partnership. And the brother wanted to keep it from the bad brother. The good brother wanted to keep it from the bad brother because he knew he was leaning into criminality, and so he hid that information. And so he's on the hunt for that, too. Like, how to, like, deploy whatever bad tech they were creating. Tech specs. (laughs) Yeah. 
Bad, bad tech specs. Remember when I said I forget <laughs> what they were trying to do with the bad yeah. guys? This is this is an illustration of that. And but okay. these these high tech tech techy guys, they use like paper files. There's only like one copy, and that's so the good brother hid the files. I no, he like digitally hid them. I guess they were encrypted or something. Ah, well, maybe a thumb drive. This yeah, yeah this will come up later. Drive. There's a thumb drive. Don't worry about it. That's later. There's <laughs> always a thumb drive. How many movies have we had where it's all about thumb drives? All of them. Always. All, all, always. Of them. always. all right. Remember, remember Mission Impossible where it was the knock list? That's, my, that's <laughs> yes. my favorite. Still to this day, the knock list. I didn't know what it meant then. Don't know what it means now, but I loved it. Uh, it was an acronym, right? N-O-C, yeah. knock? Yeah, it was the real names of the agents. So maybe I know, but something like, like how, what of... was the list? What was the how was the list captured? How was the list? Yeah. It's what the knock list, baby. Is the list. <laughs> Where is the list? When Who is, is the Treadstone? list? <laughs> That's the real question. I can't believe they guys, I can't believe they have we talked about this, how they made a Treadstone TV show. Is it good? I don't know, but I There's no way that it's good. Um circling back, knock knock list thumb drive. Yeah, so they need to send a team. Tech specs. So Ken Jong needs to send a team over to Europe. I forgot what country they're in. I'll just pick one. Hungary. Hungary. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> John Stamos. That was crazy, guys. <laughs> um, Sam, we are simpatico. Oh, yeah. Please continue. Ooh, I don't want to interrupt it you. My eyes. So, I feel like it's better than yeah. So, yeah, so they want to send a team to, to, to track bad brother Marquez. See what he's up to with this weapon and everything. And JJ expects to be given that task, but he isn't. And two of his colleagues are sent instead. Meanwhile, he's assigned the low-level and offensive to him task of surveilling the surviving family, which, of course, is Sophie and Kate. And Kristen is appointed to tag along to her delight and to his disgust. So the rest of the team is in Hungary and... Kristen Shaw and JJ are in Chicago, the yep. Windy City. Yeah. Okay. And so they move into the same apartment building as Sophie and Kate. They move to the level above. And Sophie and Kate's apartment is, like, nice and normal and, you know, very livable. And the apartment somehow that they move into is a complete rat hole and, like, blood-stained prison-style mattresses that they don't upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, she's like dibs on the bed. It comes with a bloodstained yeah. mattress? She like flops on the bed and it's like prison style like caught. And he's like, no problem. You know that's blood, right? And then she sniffs it. She's like, no, it could be sriracha. No, it's blood. So that's the kind of comedy we're working with here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not her fault, but it's not good. No. It could I... be sriracha. Nope, it's blood. <laughs> it's not a really good way to deliver that line. It's not great. It's not great material. So he also has, along with him... It'd be him, funnier to do it the other way around. The joke should have been, oh, is that blood? And then the other person just goes, maybe it's sriracha. Then then we laugh. Maybe. 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 It's an improvement. It's lighter. Ending on a lighter note. Yeah. So he has this huge briefcase that she's poking around at, and she because she's really excited to be partnered with him and learning from him, and he's more of a lone wolf and feels like she's just a burden. Not her in particular, but just anyone. And like that she's nerdy and, you know, not a on the field kind of gal. Oh, is, she, she uh, is she trying to get on that JJ action? I thought she was at first, but no, it ends up being more of uh like the kindergarten cop dynamic between mm. Arnold and his original partner. Oh, not Penelope Ann Miller. Yeah. I liked her. She got shot. Did she live? She, yeah, she was supposed to be the teacher, and then she something happens, and then that's why he has to be, because he, he's supposed to be, like, base camp, and then they have to switch. So he's yeah. a late-stage addition to be the teacher. Uh, okay, all right. So so uh, they're, they're in on their Where stakeout we? apartment, their yeah, dirty so stakeout apartment. Yeah, so she's poking around his weapons briefcase, and he doesn't want her men- monkeying around with it. She's not experienced with it, so he, like, hurls a knife and, like, gets stuck into the case between her hands. Like, it's very precision toss. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, yep. like, at least teach me some of that. And she picks up the knife and starts, like, kind of fiddling with it. And she's so clumsy that she ends up accidentally whipping it at him and getting it stuck in his leg. And he just is like, ouch. Because he's so tough, you see. I get it. 
This movie sucks. But anyway, <laughs> please continue. And like, I, I was into it. She threw a knife. Why? At, like, you can't throw a knife into somebody. Like, you're off. Like, if I'm working with you and you throw a knife in me, you're off the job. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no JJ. strike two. JJ is like, that's just his daily business, I guess. He doesn't seem mad. Ranger true. JJ. I guess these days he, he should be focused on other things. But if he gets a knife in his leg, it's like, you know, been there, done that. That's true. Yeah, I'm not JJ, worse. but maybe JJ should consider knives a little more. He should take them a little more seriously. I mean, let's be honest. He shouldn't have whipped a knife between her hands to begin with. This is true. He introduced yeah. it. That was an Did he not move. understand anything from Zhang's light lecture? Yeah. <laughs> so they go into the apartment when it's vacant and into Sophie and Kate's apartment and start planting cameras all over and the bugging. dog. Yeah, bugging it. And the dog almost exposes JJ when the mom comes home because she forgot her wallet. And then he like gently places it at the front table so she can find it. And by now, Kristen Shaw is back in their apartment with the receiving end of the camera. She's like rigging up the monitors and she's like, Oh, that was a nice gesture. And that made me see where things were going relationship wise. Davey and, and mama Kate, you get it. Oh, wow. You got a you got a nose that's, for this. That's unprofessional. <laughs> I will say. I'm going to get it to all that, but like you're really on the on the scent of this film. Yeah, it's well, you know, layers of an onion. In this case, a very predictable onion. <laughs> so later, Sophie's. You, you, you knew Hungary. You smelled out Hungary. That. <laughs> yeah, I had Hungary a mile away, even though yeah. Sam made it up. <laughs> Maybe it's real, you know, though. Maybe it, it was a real be. memory. Could be, right? This yeah. is the only version of the movie there is. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. So it's definitely hungry. Okay. All right. Hungry, onion, go. Yep. So Sophie's ragging on the mom. Some of the kids at school are meeting to go ice skating after school, and she wants the mom to take her, but she gets called in for a late afternoon shift and can't go. And instead, she asks the neighbors down the hall, who are uh, two males living together, and she's like, hey, do you think you could take her ice skating? And then the ch- two guys, well, one of them's chatty and one of them is silent. And, like, that's the joke that he just kind of grunts throughout the mm-hmm. whole movie. And the chattier yeah. one says, what, you think just because you think we're a couple of gay guys, we love ice skating? She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he's like, of course we do. But we're, we're both too busy. We can't take her anywhere, but we'll keep an eye on her. You know, Lance is a therapist, and uh, he'd be happy to talk to you about your grief, and Lance grunts. Lance is not the chatty one. So that's just their running gag, the whole movie. Well, that just sounds hilarious. <laughs> so they, they're happy to take, to walk, to babysit uh, but Sophie. To, but to stay in building, not out of building. She doesn't even know them. To, to even ask them to babysit is, it's a bit much, isn't it? Did she offer it, them any money? It seems like they had met prior, but they weren't friends. Hmm. All and right, I she guess she's uh, she's in a desperate situation. Sorry, what does Kate do? She's a nurse. Nurse. Okay. I just watched Aaron Brockovich for the first time in my life. I'm watching oh a God. lot. Of it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Huh. It uh, it's really really good. Yeah, it's Have good. you guys yeah, seen it? it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Check it out. No, check it out. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, good film. I love Julia Roberts very deeply. Yeah, she is, she was exceptional in that movie. And uh, I bring it up because um, it's great. And because uh, if I had any criticism, it, it's only a slight one. But Aaron Eckhart, who's tremendous in the movie, but like his character's almost too good to be true. And, and he also is just blindly willing to not just watch her kids, but like raise them, basically. But he's so sexy in it, you see. I get it. I get it. Sophie grumpily is hanging out at home and the dog finds a chew toy. And while this is happening, hanging out, sorry, hanging out at home or at hanging home. out at the, uh, at the at her oh, own she, home. So, so the guys are just like, we'll keep her. an eye on her, like from afar. Oh, oh no. What? <laughs> As yeah. in, if she's dying, she can come knock on our door yeah, it's or like, whatever. It's a loose babysit. She's still in her How own home. She? Nine. If anything I... happens, I'll blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Cool? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Peace. So while JJ and Kristen are watching this from the monitors, they see the the dog has a chew toy, and they're like, uh-oh, it has one of the cameras. But, like, she'll, you know, so what? Even if she finds it, like, she'll never put together what it is. But the kid is, uh, she's got a knack for this kind of stuff. So she takes out the camera, immediately Googles 
the brand name and the serial number of it and realizes that it's by tools and she's suspicious right off the bat goes down the hall or upstairs to their hall because she saw them moving in a few days prior so saw Bautista and yeah like arriving with their moving van so she goes up the door kind of swings open while one of them comes and goes comes I guess and so she like very easily just sneaks in before the door locks behind whoever walked in and she accuses them she's like um why are you spying on us and she sees like their whole rig is right there with all the monitors into all the different crevices of the apartment like it's undeniable She's filming it on her iPhone, and she's like, so what, you're here because my uncle's bad, and you think he's going to come? Like, she just immediately knows everything. She's very precocious, and she's filming them. Yeah, I did like that. It saves saves us time, you know? It really saves a lot of time. It saves us time, extra additional time talking about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So she's filming them and accusing them, and JG turns to Chris, and he's like, so what's our play here? We could just, like throw her down the stairs, stages an accident, blow up the building and walk away clean. What do you think? And she's videoing all of this. Uh, she's like... Who's videotaping it? The kid. Uh, yeah. Sophie. Yeah. Okay. I should have watched phone. the trailer like me, Jeremy, where I saw all of this because it's probably tried, the only remotely funny thing in the whole movie. I tried and I couldn't get through the trailer. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's not good. So she says, I'm going to put this on the cloud Right now, unless you agree to some of my terms, and JJ asks Christian Shaw, like, can she do that? She's like, yeah, that would be real easy. She's like, click it right now. <laughs> can she do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can she do that? Delightful. You know, Dave Bautista is. Davey Bao Bao. Uh, Dave, D, 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 Lil Bao Bao is, um, he, he's a man of one note characters. Like, that's his thing. Yeah. And, and, this whole thing of like, all I know how to do is blow everything up. Bleh. Like that doesn't that get old real fast? I know, Sam, you're like, oh, I enjoyed it, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's I getting old for me, and I didn't see the movie. I saw the trailer. He was um, like, so I guess I'll blow up the movie and kill the child. <laughs> like, eh. yeah, he was blocky as the day is long. Yeah, yeah, you'd like to see us. You need, you like, need a give second me something. Gear. You need yeah, another give me gear. something. You need give one me other a gear. plot of your of your personality. Yeah, yeah. But uh, nope. Maybe well, they'll rely more on the kid. She that was kind of charming. Yeah, she, I I found her winsome. So she insists yeah, right. that JJ take her to the ice skating rink so she doesn't miss that occasion, and that would be the trade. They get there. He's renting her the skates, and she says, "Aren't you getting a pair?" And he says, "No, I said I would bring you. I didn't say I was going to skate." And then she chickens him. Uh, mm-hmm. inspiring him to get his size 15 skates as well, except he doesn't know how to skate, so he's... You mean she, like, bok, bok, bok? Like, are you yeah, she's like, chicken are you... to skate? Yeah. yeah. Classic. And, and since he is uh, just an aggressive maniac, he's like, nobody calls me chicken, yep. kid. I'll murder your face. And then <laughs> yeah. he gets skates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where's Kristen Shaw? She's back at base camp. Doing what? Watching blank screens. Oh, right, 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 right. But I guess they also have, like, on-the-go footage because she can watch – she's watching up. them at the yeah, rink, too. Yeah, he's probably mic'd up. Yeah. Or he's got a body cam. Yeah, she probably definitely both. does. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about it, she definitely can watch them, too. Okay. Okay. Um, so he can't skate. He's, like, falling around. Finally, he gets to the side of the rink. And meanwhile, the kids from the earlier scene, from the Instagram mocking, they're like, what are you doing here, Sophie? She's like, oh, I come here all the time. They're like, well, we're kind of doing our own thing. Bye. And then two of the boys make fun of her. And then while he, while JJ's on the ground trying to heave himself back up onto his skates, he kicks out his leg and trips them, seen by Sophie. And that makes her happy, even though they are immediately thrown out of the rank by an employee. But it was accidental, right? He no, his was on purpose. He tripped them with his bladed foot. Yeah, on he purpose did that on purpose? and was observed. Oh yeah, he did it on purpose. He, he was like, fl- like floundering on the ground, trying to get yeah. up, and then they come around, and so he just sticks his leg out on purpose. And what did these awful children, um, who deserve to be assaulted by a six foot five man, <laughs> what did they say to? What are they making fun of Sophie about this time? Like nothing they... major, just like being uncool. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So he gets kicked out, and kids. He's 
he was probably like, fair play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I assaulted those children. <laughs> yep. I so. actually happen to be in the um, kind of the security business uh, myself. <laughs> he was probably too ashamed to flash his badge at that point. Yeah. yeah. What game respect game? Like, yeah, I did. I did wrong. I don't regret it, but I will leave the premises. That would have been super funny, though, if they were like, he trips these kids on purpose and then they're like, the ice rink security guard's like, sir, you got to leave. And he just throws his badge out. He's like, CIA, I'm CIA. <laughs> and I'll do whatever I damn well want. Like, all right, buddy. <laughs> that would be funny. But they didn't, didn't do happen. that, did they? Didn't happen, yeah, no. Right, so right. they're returning in the elevator eating ice cream together. And she makes him make a pinky promise with her about like keeping their secret. And he's like, what's a pinky promise? And so they're mid-pinky when the elevator door opens to the mom and the two gay guys and the chattier gay guy is like who the hell is this guy and who are you pinking with and then the mom clocks him in the nuts hard clocks uh batista jj yeah jj who the hell are you does she punch those other two fuckers in the nuts for being the worst (laughs) babysitters ever no if your daughter's suddenly with this lumbering strange giant it's their fault yeah they were but uh, what starts but the he's chain? The immediate danger. She he's left the... them, left the kid with these bad babysitters to begin with. It all starts with her. You're right. It all starts with her. It does Good all God. start with her. It's just failure. It's just and then, failure. And now her daughter has shown up with this like violent man who's enormous and has bought her sweets, which, as we all know, is the indicator of <laughs> bad intentions. Yeah, but yeah. the kid covers for him. She says, no, you don't understand. Like, I ran out to go ice skating. JJ's our new neighbor. He just moved in. He saw me upset, and he bought me ice cream to make me feel better on the way home. And the mom is instantly placated by that. She's like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you, JJ. Sorry I nailed you in the nuts. Hope they're okay. And uh, all is well. Well, he, like... Power is nuts. He is unsteady on his feet walking back upstairs Oof. yeah so knife to the leg no problem <laughs> yeah some woman punches you in the nuts no good <laughs> no good does anything hurt worse like honestly so as part of this cover story and because the kid is precocious enough to know that she can continue blackmailing him to whatever her whim is lest she upload the cloud or expose his secret mission. She invites him to join her and the mom for dinner, which he does. And Kristen Stahl is still watching all of this, and she's annoyed because she's kind of left out of everything, left in the observer role. JJ stiffly hits it off with the mom, Kate, and he claims that he's in between jobs right now. He's post-military, so he kind of admits that real part of his life. Mm. Um, Thank you says, for your service. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, you, just, said, you said stiffly hits it off? Like, like, you just mean because he's a stiff actor and can't emote? In, like, that, but also he's not sociable. Okay. Oh, he's he's awkward. He's an awkward, uh, he's an awkward soldier. Yeah, he starts, like, saying some, like, gnarly stuff about missions in the military. And he's like, sorry, uh, I haven't been with, like, Gen Pop for a while. Right, okay. <laughs> right. I like when you use lingo. I like oh, I, it's the best. tech lingo, criminal lingo, all of the stuff. So I think it's really one of the best parts of this podcast. For sure. Just I, I'm, I really mean it. I'm not, I'm not trying to make you self-conscious. I really mean it. Gen yeah. pop. Go Gen for pop. it. So. Cloud. Yeah. So he says, I'm between jobs. So I've kind of a lot of time on my hands. I'm happy to help out with the kid as needed. And she's like, you're a giant man with tattoos all over. I accept. Does them? Yeah, of course she does. Well, he's an upgrade from the last one. Um, <laughs> those last two fools. What? Uh, but she's an idiot too. Anyway, they're all this idiots. Ever come let's up? be honest. I'm, I assume the answer to this question would be, except maybe Sophie. She seems pretty smart. Is there any answer to this, to, or does it ever come up? The you know the gambit that the leverage that Sophie has is this um, threat to upload a video to the cloud. Kristen Shaw's a tech expert, and they work for the CIA. Does it ever come up that they could wipe her phone? Or, no. Or no. just take Isn't it that, from her? No, it does right. not. Well, a lot of options. A lot of options there, <laughs> digitally or physically. No. No. Her holding that phone, we can't get past that. Like well, She's got she her finger hovering tell. over a button labeled cloud the but entire she, movie. She could tell the mom, too. Even if she didn't have the video, she could like rat on them because Kristen Shaw the other... won't let him kill her, which was his first instinct. Mm-hmm. But That's on the true. other hand, much more controllable situation than cloud uploading. But yep. Yes. Yep. On, the, on the other hand, like, yes, she's got video of them, but also this is his opportunity to get closer to her and like observe 
and do his mission without the need for camera observation. So Very it's true. to his benefit as well, right? Roll you, with it. Yeah. you might make that argument. He does not make that argument, but sure. He just feels like imprisoned by the blackmail. So but the kid invites him to, to her like special anyway. I know, yeah. but he doesn't want to be like doing these children's fun and games. So right. she invites Uh-oh. him to I like see. parent and special friends day at school and the mom's like, No, no, like he that's that's too much of an that's too big of an ask. And she's like, mm-hmm. Really? It's a cloudy d-? like she makes like a subtle reference to it and he's like i'll go what's the weather like today yeah so she also demands that he teach her like spy stuff like lock breaking and other techniques so at one point he's with the kid and kristen shaw at their apartment and he gives her a lie detector test and teaches her some of those techniques of how to maintain your composure and he's like whoa the big tell is blinking she's like really like this i think jj is a great guy and she like overtly blinks on purpose I'm sure that's in the trailer, too. It happens multiple times where she sure mocks is. him and then blanks to show it's a lie. Yeah, that is in the trailer. Yeah. It's like that's the juicy material that makes people go to the cinemas for this uh, film, this over. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, it's, it's rough. So and then he <laughs> says you need to learn how to, like, distract, you know, your opponent but you're not going to learn how to do And before he even gets the phrase out, she's knocked over the fish tank holding blueberry. So he goes mental and trying to recover him. So like the kid's really on point with the spy craft. Great. Yeah. She's, Why does she, she needs him then? It's like a natural. Yeah. I she guess, barely needs him at this point. Seems like she really wants to move, move on from childhood and just get directly to being a badass spy or something. Does she like, she wants to get out of her life. She wants to, Rise above it, her situation. It doesn't seem like that. She just seems like really into this. Not to escape anything bad, but just because it's fun. And her now dead late her late father was a tech a tech expert? Was he yeah, the good brother, one or the bad brother one? Brother of the Marquez. Good her the brother good, was the good one. The good Marquez. Her, her, her dad father. was the good brother. Yeah. Her father was the good Marquez. Yeah. And evil Marquez is at large. Yes. So okay, he's still okay, doing okay. all these lessons, and he shows her how to, like, blow a lock, and she says, everything you just taught me could be found on YouTube. Like, I want an upgrade. I want to I want to learn how to slow walk away from an explosion without turning around. And she's like, hmm. why are you so standoffish for me? Is it because you have a dead wife who left you, or did all your squad die? And, like, she names all these things that she would have gleaned from action movies. He's like, what the hell? Like, those are some harsh questions. And he doesn't answer her. And then she teases him about catchphrases, and he says, you have to pick a catchphrase in the moment. And then they do a lightning round, which I thought was kind of playful, but I can't recreate any of it. But she describes, like, unique settings, and then he'll, like, come back with a catchphrase. You know, it's like a back-and-forth lightning style, which she is uh-huh. amused by. That could be a bit of fun. Yeah. I know one catchphrase. I think it was, from my body <laughs> to yours. Yeah. <laughs> a little creepy. Yep. And then he explodes a trash can on purpose, you know, like a parking lot. And she looks back and then he like holds her head and turns it forward to do the teacher the move. So he's like leaning into, you know, the fun and games of all this. Then back at the apartment, Christian Shaw reams him out and says, I don't want to be ageist or anything, but she's nine and you're teaching her all this stuff. And you won't teach me anything, even though we're supposed to be partners and you're just leaving me out in the cold. And he says, it's just Play-Doh. Like when I showed her how to do the lock, like, do you want Play-Doh? She says, you're my hero. I stood up for you and you won't give me the time of day. We're supposed to be collaborating. And so she's all pissed. And then it does come out that his squad did all die in his last mission as a ranger. Great. His squad all died. He's the only survivor. Yeah, his, his, his final mission. They don't go into any detail. Okay. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> um, this man is surrounded by a world of death. Yeah. yeah no, death. Wonder he's, uh, no wonder he's a bottomless pit. That's why you can only rely on Blueberry. Okay, cut to Hungary, mm-hmm. and we see Uncle Marquez finding an associate of the brother, the dead brother, who says, I don't know what to tell you. All he said was that he left the information with his best friend. Marquez is satisfied with that and then kills the guy, the informant. 
Wow. Cut back yada, to yada, yada. the school day. And so it's parents and special friends, show and tell, and all the parents are, like, one-upping each other, trying to be impressive. Then it's JJ's turn, and he says, I was a garbage man, but now I'm unemployed. And the kids are snobby, and they're like, why would you bring this loser? And instead of, like, giving them a life lesson of, like, every job is valuable, instead he says, let me clarify, it was human garbage that I was taking out. And then he just, like, tells them everything. He's like, I'm in CIA now, and if any of you tell anyone, I'll have to kill you. Just kidding, but no, not kidding. Just but don't, just kidding, but not kidding. And he was like, tells them all this stuff about missions. And like, have you ever killed anyone? Have you ever, you know, deployed a grenade? Like, all this stuff. And he's answering it all. And all the moms and the female teacher are down. Oh, they're they, feeling it. All yeah. this talk of death turns them on. Yeah. And it's his, a real panty dropper. His masculinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so many have died by my hand. Have they died by yours? <laughs> Tell me more. So then the mom's like, oh, that seems like you uh, really made a good impression because she hears the gossip of it. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And then the kid kind of like forces them into making dinner plans, like tricks them into it. I think she calls him yep, to an emergency at one point, but it's really just because the mom is also there at the science fair or something. Something stupid. Some, like, parent trap style yeah, uh, collusion to have them together. She's pulled off, like, 30 other uh, accomplishments. More clever than that at this point. I'll give yeah. Sophie the benefit of the doubt. She can make that happen. Yeah. So She's, like, orders of magnitude smarter than any, everybody else in this film. Sure. So Yes. So yeah. they're at dinner, yeah. dinner. Sophie and Kristen Schaal are back at base camp with the monitors watching everything. And Sophie's like, you can tap into them. She's like, uh, duh, I work in the CIA. And I have audio. So they're kind of hitting it off now. And so they're watching the date. And Kristen kind of embarrassingly asked the kid, like, so... You know, if you're bored, you could teach me what JJ's been teaching you if you want. And because she really wants the training. And the kid says, Fine, I'll trade you, but you can teach me how to hack. And so she agrees. And so they're like playfully doing that and watching the date. And in the date, this is also in the trailer, uh, they're like, Oh God, his dancing is like from the wedding at Shrek. Because he's a lumbering bad dancer to Cardi B in the middle of this mm-hmm. restaurant that's not really End a dance place, but. They dance anyway, and it's very weird and awkward. Mm. I'm sure that's... I can see why uh, you enjoyed this film. <laughs> I'm sure it's a really funny scene because he's big and he's not good at dancing, but he has to dance. And I get it. It's in, it's incongruous and therefore funny. Ah, Super funny. Thank you for explaining humor. We laugh at what we don't expect. <laughs> Come on from the day, it seems like maybe they could kiss, but they don't. Soon after, Aww. he finally admits to the mom. He, like, shows her the whole rig. He's like, we've been surveilling you. And she gets pissed. Cut to Hungry. He's the worst agent ever. <laughs> we don't have time to talk about that. I know. He's, like, he's just not. He's not even an agent. He can't, we don't even. He doesn't even deserve the name. He's just a guy. Name. He's just a yeah. guy who has guy. T- various things to do with Langley, Virginia. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Correct. So, he, he used to have a job. But <laughs> all his coworkers died except him. Cut back to Hungary. His colleagues that were appointed to do the Marquez mission are on the hunt. It looks like he's going to, you know, get his hands on whatever the thing is that he wants his hands on when there's an explosion. And in that explosion, he's deemed dead. Uh, Deemed dead. The weapon taken with him. And so they're like, well, I guess we can uh, put a wrap on, you know, put a bow on that mission because he dead. So cool. Like, we don't need to deal with this anymore. Nope. Murdering people (laughs) always ends the problem. (laughs) We're the they, CIA. Don't, they don't murder him. It's an explosion that they observe. Oh, right. But they're happy but he's about dead. it. Yeah. That's the point. Yep. So uh, Ken Jong summons JJ and Kristen Shaw back to headquarters and oh. he says, uh, We've been observing what you've been up to and you've broken all protocol. And he like shows in the video of the Shrek dance and the ice skating and like all the stuff. And Kristen Shaw says, You've you hacked into my rig. And they're like, we're the CIA, so yeah, it's kind of our thing. And Good by line. the way, you're fired, both of you. Yeah, yep. and also you're going to prison. <laughs> yeah, JG you have tries a military to... trial. <laughs> you're going to Guantanamo Bay. Like, yeah. what the what the hell? 
JG tries to say it wasn't her, it was all me breaking protocol, but they're both fired. And she says, and it was kind of a funny scene, she's like, why can't you just call us on the phone? Is email broken? Why did you have to summon us all the way back here to fire us? And then we have to go back to Chicago to get our stuff. Like, this is tax dollars you're wasting. I I agree. I agree. That was a bit of fun. Thanks for addressing that, Kristen Shaw. Yeah. So they go back to Chicago to get their stuff. JJ goes to Kate and Sophie's apartment while Kristen Shaw is dismantling their rig and their monitors and everything. And what he stumbles into is that, of course, Marquez is not dead. He staged it to throw everyone off his scent. And now he's shown up after faking his death. And what he realized was my brother's best friend, who, by the way, I hated. Oh, before this, at one point, Sophie gently asks JJ, like, was my dad bad? And he says, no, he just got himself you know, too deep into some stuff with your uncle, but he wasn't bad. And so the bad uncle now says like, your dad was like a wimp and I hated him. And like, I don't care that you're my niece. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Your dad was a wimp and I hated him. I don't care that you're my niece. I hope that's the real dialogue. Oh my God. That's gold. God, that's fucking gold, Sam. (laughs) He says, so we left whatever I'm looking for with his best friend and that's the dog. And so he finds the USB key in the collar of the leash. Oh, in the collar. Yeah. Classic. Yes. Ingenious. Yep. So JJ Burson, <laughs> Marquez grabs Sophie and then all of a sudden in a surprise to them all, the two gay guys burst in and they reveal that they've been playing the long con all along since Kate and Sophie moved in last year. They're private contractors also looking for whatever this information is and like we'll be on our way. Like, thanks. We'll we'll take that off your hands. And they're like, wait, are you not gay? And they're like, yeah, we're gay, but we didn't fall in love until we were on this mission. It's actually really beautiful. It's really a beautiful (laughs) origin story. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. That was kind of a bit of fun. Yeah. Now they do not reveal who contracted them. Nope. <laughs> and it don't matter. <laughs> wow. At all. Yeah, just when the intrigue starts, the movie ends. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so is it a sequel setup? Oh, hi, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so back in the rig area with Kristen Shaw, she's unplugging the last of the monitors, but in a lucky uh, moment, she happens to see that bad things are afoot in Kate and Sophie's apartment. She's like, what do I do? What do I do? And so finally she lets herself tap into the weapons cache, you know, briefcase that's still there. And even though he's not shown her anything or taught her a damn thing, she takes up a machine gun and starts running down the stairs, drops it. And as it bumps clumsily down the flight of stairs, it fires off in like every direction, (laughs) like including into like where the gay guys are. I don't think they get shot, but like it disrupts all of that. Oh, God, it's funny. <laughs> I found it very reckless. I didn't find yes. it funny. I didn't like it. That's not a matter of opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's it very reckless. Me. I was hoping that you said they killed literally everybody except for her. <laughs> that would have been amazing. And then she just screamed. She's like, ah. That would have been credit. amazing. In the, uh, so, Ken, you're right. <laughs> You can like not give me my last jab, my last paycheck. Like my bad. Okay, here's what happened. I picked up a machine gun and then I threw it down a flight of stairs <laughs> <laughs> with the safety off. Oh yeah, it just like is going for it. So in that interlude, it allows a fight to break out and like JJ to have a moment to kind of lunge at the uncle and even the mom's into it because if you recall, she very handily nut kicked or punched him earlier so she's got yep. some sort of uh fighting skill and so she's At involved in the fray yeah neutralizing the gay guys i think they live but they're down for the count uncle marquez takes off with sophie as a hostage in the usb uncle marquez. yeah so he okay. drives to a private airfield of some sort that for some reason and even is commented on by kristen <laughs> shaw like right by a cliffside she's like who puts a runway by a cliff Good one. Yeah, because she Person can still shawl. see stuff uh, on video from afar. Shouldn't she just go home? Like, she knows her job is done. I can't believe they <laughs> let her in. She's in a vehicle. They're in pursuit? She's not in a vehicle. She's back oh. at base camp. JJ's in pursuit I'm, with the mom. Yeah. Okay, so she's watching. She yeah. should just be. Uh, you dropped a machine gun and <laughs> spray bullets everywhere. Now She should at. just be, like, sitting at a bar with a whiskey being like, what have I done? <laughs> when did it all start to go wrong? I really should have known. 
the time I threw a knife into <laughs> Dave Bautista. <laughs> I should have questioned things from that point on. But he didn't check me then. and It all snowballed. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. So they're at this private airfield, and things get lost in the haze of my memory at this point. Of like, what the sure. uncle wants, As like, why yeah. he has the kid still. But he airfield, tethers her. Something, something. Yeah, just like in Birds of Prey, he, like, really ties her to the chair in the airplane that's waiting for him. Like, really, yeah. really gets her stuck in there. Um, yep. So JJ shows up. The, he makes the mom hang back. So it's just JJ and the uncle. They're fighting. Somehow the plane is, like, put into like neutral or drive like the not the flight Is part but the no but the wheels part like are able to go uh-huh. forward so it's slowly like edging toward <laughs> the, the cliff part. wheels yeah. up like the driving part not the flying part <laughs> you know the taxiing part yeah the the, the taxiing part yep there's <laughs> a taxiing towards cliff yeah, girl tied to chair tied uncle to marquez chair. fighting jj davy Baobao. they're fighting <laughs> on, on the plane right <laughs> Bow bow v no, Marquette. they're fighting on the ground. She's on the plane. Oh, in drive, door open. Door open. In drive, door open. It's driving like, like like slow taxi. Slow taxi yeah. until it's like kind of dangling off the cliff. JJ leaves the uncle, runs over, is able to untie her, and then like this kid, I mean, she's a real pro. He's like, okay, so the plane is unbalanced and we need to fix that with our weight. So we're going to both leave at the same time you go out that door i'll go out that door meet you on top of the wing and then we'll be able to like leverage i don't know like all this stuff and she just is like cool and she does it and so they they get off the wing safely back to ground uh plane's still there still dangling uh and then they face off with the uncle and the uncle's like like shit talking them, and Sophie's like, "I don't care about the USB drive or my uncle." And then she aggressively blinks. Her father, uh-huh. so he knows that she's lying. Oh, ah, Do you remember yes, in the training? She does care. Yeah, and somehow that communicates to JJ that she has the USB. Like somehow she took it off the uncle's hands, oh, and also mm-hmm. there's like gas no. leaking towards the plane. Mm-hmm. And out, of the, out of the plane? Like toward no, like towards it. There's like there's leakiness from somewhere. Leakiness. Leakage. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> runway runway taxi leakiness. And Marquez is like, this family is all like a bunch of liars and losers. Like of course, like I wasn't gonna let you some like so, I don't know, some nonsense that he says, and then the mom comes up, she's like, Not on my side of the family, and she bashes him on the head. With this, something that she's wielding. <laughs> it's a bunch of liars and losers. <laughs> yeah, you should. You, we could. I want to pocket that one for uh, for personal use at some point. <laughs> Uncle Marquez's dialogue is just lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my recreation, so I'll take all the credit. Um, yeah, 100%. And so JJ pushes Uncle Marquez off of a cliff. Loose, yep. not Bye, in a plane, just like full loose, uh, and like oh, aerial shot of him slowly falling to his death. And then he uses one of his signature in the moment catchphrases, like, see you at the bottom, like something stupid like that. Yeah. What's that, what's that mean? He's gonna jump? I don't know. I thought, I'm just making it up. I'm he just spitballing here. <laughs> see you at the bottom. <laughs> and then the plane explodes due to the leakage. And the mom, Kate, is like, let's go, let's go, run, run. And Sophie's like, please, JJ. And so she and JJ, to the mom's frightening chagrin, do the slow walk away from the explosion. And he, like, tilts her head, same as he did during their practice run. Back at Langley, Ken Jong's like, great job. You, JJ, and you, Kristen Shaw, you both get your jobs back. Which I found odd. That's not how the CIA irresponsible. works. And Kristen Charles like, great. Um, I should get equal. And before she says this, JJ says, I accept, but I want her to be my partner. Like, we're going to be equal partners, and we'll decide together where we want to be stationed. And she agrees that the best place for both of them would be Chicago. She's like, yeah, I'd be cool with that. And then she says, I also demand equal pay. And JJ says, yeah, Ken Jong, she needs equal pay to mine. 
and then the other female colleague from the Hungary mission is like, yeah, and also me too. I need equal pay. So they really lay that on thick. And then back in Chicago, JJ and Kate are dating in a happy family with the kid. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. So, so Ken Jong is really pleased with the outcome of this mission because he he like his ultimate outcome was that Marquez would die, Uncle Marquez, or they would recover the USB drive, the USB, and make the weapon thing not happen. I'm really loose mm. on what the mission was. <laughs> <laughs> loose and limber. Shame about it, bone in the red 